0: gail trotter a conservative voice for you right inside our nation's capital legal and political analysis gail trotter hear the truth from right inside dc it's gail trotter stomping through the swamp for you in heels now the gail trotter show this is gail trotter host of right in dc Today, we're talking about a movement underfoot in the Commonwealth of Virginia to take away citizens' constitutional rights to keep and bear arms, not only to defend themselves, but also to have the proper balance between the government and the citizen. We have seen this develop over the last few months because of the total domination of the Democrat Party in state politics, and that has long been a desire of liberal Democrats to take away individual citizens' right to possess, train, and have firearms for their individual use, typically for self-defense, also for sporting and hunting. Virginia has long been a staunch advocate of our Bill of Rights, and in fact, the author of the Bill of of Rights, James Madison, was a Virginian. And his home, you can go visit in Montpelier, Virginia, and it is something that Virginians have long prided themselves on, being supporters of our Constitution and particularly the Second Amendment. So how did all of this come about? It's interesting because you might remember that there was a movement among liberal Democrats to declare certain cities controlled by Democrats as sanctuary cities, meaning that the local governments would not cooperate with the federal government in, in uh, deporting or, or obtaining uh, the physical presence of illegal aliens who were in the United States and who were suspected or convicted of committing crimes these democrat controlled cities decided that they would build themselves as sanctuary cities that they were not going to abide by the federal immigration laws and instead they were going to offer safe haven to illegal aliens even those who uh, were convicted of crimes or had uh, done things that the local community did not want them to do This idea was born about sanctuary cities, and there was no opposition to this from the National Democrat Party. There was no opposition to this from Democratic presidential candidates. And in fact, this was lauded as a good solution to enforcement of our federal immigration laws. Well, we're seeing the flip play out in Virginia right now. Uh, When the Democrat Party was successful at taking the governorship and being able to control the, the local representatives in the state legislature, they decided that they would push their very partisan political agenda of taking away constitutional rights of Virginia citizens to own firearms for their own protection. And we have seen efforts pushed like this around the country, particularly in the wake of many of the mass shootings that we've witnessed. We saw this happen in New York State. We saw this happen in Colorado. Obviously, California already has very stringent gun laws. We've seen this in cities like the city of Chicago. We've also seen it in states closer to Virginia like Maryland and we're seeing that same playbook being run in Virginia. Now Virginia has a long history of supporting constitutional rights for individuals and it does not have a gun registration law but that is part of the tableau of legislative fixes that the democrats are pushing right now Uh, they come back into session in the virginia legislature in this in january and there has been a lot of talk of advancing these bills that previously were not taken up for consideration or that they were rejected. Uh, We're seeing a lot of these efforts like banning AR-15s, which I would like to remind everyone that there are millions and millions of AR-15s across the country. So they are definitely a typical firearm that are used by typical average American citizens. Uh, We are seeing efforts to require gun registration which unfortunately dc does but that has not been the case in virginia we're also seeing efforts to limit the round capacity of firearms that we have seen uh, be successfully passed in other states in virginia the effort is to try and limit the rounds of Rifles and pistols to seven rounds and two or I'm sorry shotguns and rifles from seven rounds to ten rounds And as we know that's not going to limit the criminals who don't abide by the laws to begin with That's only going to limit the ability of Law-abiding citizens to be able to defend themselves their families and other vulnerable people So what is the solution to this? we're seeing a lot of pushback from Virginians in over a hundred cities, counties, and towns across the Commonwealth of Virginia who are taking a page from the Democrat Party's playbook and they are saying, unlike federal immigration law, which is not a constitutional right. You don't have a constitutional right if you're not an American citizen to become an American citizen. Part of being a sovereign nation is being able to make the rules to decide who can become an American citizen and who cannot. So citizens in Virginia are pushing back on this and taking a page from the Democrats and saying we are going to create sanctuary cities Uh, for the Second Amendment or what they're also calling constitutional cities or counties and they are saying that they are not going to comply with the enforcement of these laws that probably will pass by the Virginia State Legislature and they will probably be signed by Democratic Governor Northam. So we're seeing an effort by the localities, including law enforcement officers, who are saying they do not want to enforce these new laws because they see it as a fundamental violation of the constitutional rights of their fellow citizens. And they do not want to be pressed into denying their fellow citizens constitutional rights. So we've seen a lot of back and forth on this in the press. We saw a proposal to take $250,000 of Virginia taxpayer dollars and put it into making a special task force to go around and confiscate what previously have not been illegal firearms, but if these laws pass and the governor signs them, will become, under Virginia state law, illegal firearms. And the thought that the Commonwealth of Virginia would use taxpayer money to take away a fundamental constitutional right of its citizens is just causing heads to spin across the the country, not just in Virginia, but this is cause for concern for patriots all over the country. Uh, We have heard from law enforcement uh, officers, sheriffs, other people, as I've said, who have challenged this and said, this is not only bad policy, not only is it mistaken on the facts, but it is wrong at a constitutional level too. And we have heard in reply that the National Guard would be used to enforce these new laws against otherwise law-abiding Virginia citizens. So you can see that the rhetoric on this is really rapidly escalating, and you have a terrible situation on your hands. So just a few facts about firearms and defensive gun use in the United States. It is very important to understand under Department of Justice statistics, over 90% of violent crime in the United States happens when criminals commit these violent crimes and they do not use a firearm to commit those violent crimes. You have over 90% of violent crimes occurring where the, the criminal does not have a firearm. So if you're a law-abiding citizen and you're a victim of one of these violent crimes, if you have a firearm, you're able to reverse the balance of power and have a fighting chance of being able to defend yourself and other vulnerable people in your community. I think it's also important to remember that there have been various studies that have been done, and even by the very most conservative study on defensive gun use, there are over 100,000 defensive gun uses every year in the United States. And other studies have shown there are over two million defensive gun uses every year in the United States. So when we're talking about making it more difficult for law-abiding citizens to be able to exercise their constitutional rights under the Second Amendment, you're talking about a significant impact on the number of defensive gun uses that law-abiding citizens will be able to implement given the situations where they're trying to defend themselves or their vulnerable loved ones. It's also a really important fact to know that in less than 1% of defensive gun uses, uses is anyone injured or killed so just the ability to have a weapon or the threat of a weapon is the ability to deter violent crime and in the states where they have put up very restrictive gun laws we see an increase of violent crime we see an increase of uh, situations that citizens are trying to prevent And gun control advocates want to tell you that all their proposals are just trying to increase public safety. But the truth is they disguise these statistics from you. They either don't tell the truth, they hide them, or they specifically lie about them. And I think it's very important for all Americans to know about this because it's gonna have a significant cost. And what happens in Virginia probably won't stay in Virginia. We've seen it in these other states, as I've said, and we're also going to see it rolled out into um, other jurisdictions. So this is where we stand right now. There is a fight between liberal Democrats in the Commonwealth of Virginia who want to limit the types of firearms that the Supreme Court held in uh, D.C. versus Heller, As long as they are traditional firearms used, in common use, used for traditional purposes, then you have a constitutionally protected right. As long as you aren't a felon, or there's some other reason that you're not allowed to have that firearm. But for most law-abiding citizens, this is a fundamental right that you've had since almost the very founding of this country. And in Virginia, the liberal Democrats wanna take those rights away from you. But Virginia citizens are not taking this lying down they are going to be out there they are hosting a rally in Richmond on Monday January 20th uh, will be very interesting to see what kind of message they take to the state legislature before any of these bills are considered or possibly, probably passed. And we're seeing it at the local level too. We're seeing it in counties. Uh, We are seeing it in bigger areas like Virginia Beach, which declared itself by its town council as a constitutional city. So when you think about uh, the efforts by the liberal Democrats to take away these constitutional rights, It's not being sold the way that it should be sold to uh, actual factual basis for citizens, that there is this effort to make sure that they have their constitutional rights denied. Instead, it is being sold as increasing public safety. But if you look at the specific provisions that they're proposing, it's not gonna increase public safety, and in fact, it will only have a negative effect on public safety. I've I've talked to many, many people about the video from the recent Texas case, where a volunteer in a local church in Texas who was personally trained on firearms usage was able to stop a carnage in a house of worship within six seconds because he was able to carry in a house of worship and when there was a threat that came to his body of believers, he was able to respond to the threat immediately. Unfortunately, there was a loss of two lives, but the fact that he was able to immediately stop the shooter and not wait until the police were able to arrive and the police would have to come in and assess the situation and also the police would be going into harm's way, he was able to to stop it almost as soon as it began. I think when I've talked to many, many people about this, even people who have been persuaded on the fact that uh, the Democrats are trying to make this this thesis that more gun laws will increase public safety, people who watch that video, it's a really stark reminder that a good guy with a gun or good gal with a gun can stop uh, mass carnage from happening. I also testified before the Senate Judiciary Committee in 2013 about this, and in that testimony, which I will uh, put a link to for your reading pleasure, I have a list of 21 situations where a woman was able to stop a violent crime by using a firearm. One involved a potential mass shooting at a movie theater one involved a shooting at, a potential shooting at a salon. And I think, you know, it's, it's so clear. It is so clear. It is common sense. It makes a lot of logical uh, sense that if you only allow the, the people who are not abiding by the laws in the first place to have firearms, then you are putting all of the law-abiding citizens at a disadvantage, and you are not going to increase public safety. You are going to increase crime, you are going to increase violent crime, and you are going to lower the amount of defensive gun uses that happen in the United States every year. We on Right in D.C., we're going to be following this very closely. Virginia is one of the two closest neighbors to the Washington DC area. And unfortunately, we have very restrictive gun laws in DC and we should change those because obviously DC is a big target for terrorists and other bad actors. But we're, gonna, we're going to monitor the situation very closely in Virginia and it should resonate with uh, patriots across the United States. And I would like your feedback on what you think is going on in Virginia right now. What are your reactions to it? Did you see the video of the shooting attempt in Texas? What did you think about the hero who was able to stop it um, before it really became into the, the very high numbers like we've seen it at several other houses of worship, uh, at synagogues? and I would be very interested to hear too what you think the solutions are for Virginians who would like to resist this taking of their constitutional rights. Thank you so much for joining us and we're gonna keep monitoring this for you. I'm Gail Trotter and this is Right in DC. Thanks for listening to the Gale Trotter Show right in DC. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, GailTrotter.com. And also follow her on Twitter at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. And listen to her show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and other podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share the Gail Trotter Show. You can handle the truth.